Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're suffering hair loss from chemo, alopecia, or your hair is simply thinning out, I know exactly what you're going through. You see your scalp shining through and you're terrified you're going bald? Ugh, that is not a good feeling. But the good news is we found each other and I'm here to help you with all of that. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist and the owner of Very Best Little Hair House. I have been wearing wigs myself for over 20 years and I know firsthand wig shopping, along with the stigma and shame that goes along with hair loss, doesn't help, but I'm here to change that. I'm here to help you feel inspired, educated, and empowered about everything alternative hair. From the shame and stigma, all the way to wigs, toppers, why not all wigs are created equal. I have so much to say and so much to share with you, and I am excited that you're here. So take a deep breath, feel the love I'm sending your way. It's time to find and love yourself again. Let's do this. Hello there. This is Deborah Heim, and you are listening to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast, where we talk about everything that has to do with alternative hair. So today's episode, I'm going to talk about recovering from a bad wig and how to handle the questions like the general wig questions. I'm going to give you my thoughts on it and some of the behind the scenes stuff that I think goes on. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that myself and my husband are certified specialists in alternative hair. We have a boutique and we get fantastic results. And we are not like a traditional wig type of shop where you walk in and you can just say, I want this or that. Like we are specialists in looking natural. So most of the time that is people having hair loss that want to look as natural as possible. Sometimes this is something we just started doing and we're doing a little more of. Uh, we get clients for Zoom meetings women that want to look red carpet ready in five minutes. And that's another good reason for alternative hair. So you don't have to be on chemo to want to wear a wig or alternative hair. It's been my mission since I opened the shop to just make wearing a wig a thing. I wear wigs every day. I have for close to 20 years now, and I love it. I love when I am ready in five minutes. I look great. And I know a large part of that is due to the alternative hair, but it's also due to the fact that I am really happy with myself. I like the outside to match the inside. And hopefully I'll get you wanting to do that too. So when people come into the shop, especially hair loss clients, the first thing they will say is, well, I don't want anybody to know. Know what? And know that you are doing something to improve yourself. But okay, I get it. Not everybody is that progressive. It is a sensitive, sensitive thing for people. I think part of the reason is even if you're not having hair loss, when you come across somebody wearing a wig or just even somebody with a wig shop, you know, there is a hesitancy and that comes out of people's own fears. People fear hair loss and you don't have to. 
There are wigs out there that are so gorgeous, they will take your breath away, and I know how to find them, and that's part of what this podcast is about. But anyway, back to the shame. There should be no shame with alternative hair. Now, I am fully out of the wig closet. I am probably more progressive than most. I don't mind telling anybody that I have a wig on anymore. For me, I look at it as an opportunity to teach people that, yes, indeed, you can wear a wig and have people not know it. In fact, most of the time, what I hear when I am out shopping or out in public, almost inevitably, someone will come up to me and ask me, who does my hair? Not, is that a wig? But who does your hair? So it depends on the person at the time what I say. Generally, like I said, I like to tell them, yes, it is a wig. And I just watch the astoundedness on their face because like I said, it's a learning opportunity. But sometimes people, I can see their own reaction. It makes them uncomfortable. And I think, again, it gets back to that reason that they are afraid of hair loss themselves. But you know what? The more we get together, the more we look better in wigs, the more that we can get it accepted, the more that people take pride in how they look. And again, my opinion, it is not superficial to want to look great on the outside. The whole world's going to be a better place. So probably everybody and myself included have had from time to time the wig question or something like that. And one good example, and I was really uh, pleased when I came across this BBC interview with Elton John. And at the time of the interview, I think it was pretty recent, he had turned 72 and he talked quite openly about how he doesn't like being bald. And he has found wigs that he likes finally. And he talked about some of the issues that he has had along the way. I guess he's been wearing wigs longer than me because he's a little older than me. And he started earlier. But the fact is he's had his experience with bad wigs. I mean, people were incredibly cruel. And you know what? He was like, so what? I don't care. They can say what they want. And I'm paraphrasing him here, but I will put the article up in the Wise Wig group on Facebook because it's really refreshing to see it. It's great. If it comes down to somebody saying something to you, first of all, we're going to take a look at some of the reasons that they might be saying it and also how to handle it. So, When your hair is thinning, and I see this in my shop, sometimes women will have a need to convince me that why they need the wig, you know, the medications, this, that, the other thing. I've talked about this before. You don't really need a reason. It is okay to put yourself first. Don't let anybody shame you for that. If you want to wear a wig because your hair is thinning, and in my own family, about when I first started to wear wigs, there was a little bit of that. And that was their issues. Because of the existing stigma, some people have it very ingrained deeply in them. I will see it sometimes in my shop, like with the friends or the family members, or sometimes even, and this really gets to me, the significant other. When the person wants to wear a wig, the family members, the husband, the wife, whatever, Yeah, sometimes I've seen wives that didn't like it either, but it could be insecurity. 
It could be that they just don't like change. It could also simply be that they will get used to how you look in the wig. And of course, there are such things as bad wigs, and I'll get to that in a minute. Well, in fact, that'll probably be another episode. However, the two things that I can tell you that are a dead giveaway to me is too much volume or, as they say, too much hair. Oh, somebody should write a book about that. But anyway, there are cases where the wig does have too much hair, at least in my opinion. Now, that's a personal thing because some people do like the high volume wigs. But as a general rule, if it's too thick, huge, whatever, uh, that's something that I can tell. If it doesn't fit properly, you can tell. But also the movement on the wig. I like to see that. I have seen people that they'll get it too perfect. It'll be shellacked into place. Um, and so, you know, maybe try and pay attention to that. Always have a little bit of, um, movement and don't get it too perfect. Now, in the case that you do have a bad wig, you know what? Move on. That's the thing. You know, you can take that wig and first of all, make sure of what lighting you were in when somebody, if somebody said that's a bad wig or sometimes if you take a selfie or you're in weird lighting and you look at that picture, it might make you think that it looks bad. So first of all, don't be too hasty and don't be too harsh on yourself. If you have a wig that isn't working perfectly, like I said, when you move on, what you do is learn from that wig. I have learned from each and every wig that I've had I've learned from the bad ones just as much as the good ones. And then by figuring out what you don't like from there, you're going to start your progression towards the alternative hair that you do like. And I always look forward to getting a new wig. So hopefully you can use that, your pursuit of getting better and better wigs. If I can encourage you to do that, then I've done my job. So... If you've decided that it's a bad wig, here's a couple things. Maybe thin it out, maybe trim it. And it's like, well, I'm scared to cut my wigs. But you know what? If you're not going to wear it because you think it looks bad, what do you got to lose? Sit in front of the mirror, play with it, see if there's something you can do. Sometimes a lot of the wigs that I get, if you know there's too much volume or whatever, pinning them up, clipping them back, you can get an entirely different look out of it. And like I said, there's nothing to lose if you're not going to wear it anyway. Another option is to make that wig your house wig. I always hear in my shop, people are like, well, I'm just going to wear it when I go out, blah, blah, blah. But then what happens is you get used to seeing yourself a certain way. It starts to become part of you. And if you want to make your nice wig last, then you can use the lesser ones or the older ones for around the house. And that's okay, too. Sometimes with a wig, I want to say this, that even just putting it on a different way will make it look completely different. Sometimes where you place the hairline will make it look better or worse. I see quite a bit women, especially with hair loss, pushing the wig too far back because they don't want the hair in their eyes or whatever. And especially with toppers. If you have hair loss and thinning in the front and you try and wear the piece too far back, that's just a placement problem. Hopefully, you know, you can get around that and it will look better for you. 
So let's say you are wearing a wig and you go out and somebody says to you, is that a wig? Don't assume that it looks bad. There could be a couple reasons. And first of all, there's no reason to be ashamed of that. There's no reason that you have a wig on. But how you handle it is up to you. But it's a good idea before you go out of the house to get in mind what you're going to say. And there are any number of ways you can handle it. Like I said, it will bring up their own fears. So anyway, typical question is, is that your real hair? Now you might hear that if somebody detects a change of you, it doesn't necessarily mean, is that a wig? And what you say to that question is up to you. I say, go ahead and say, yes, yes, it is my real hair because it is yours, right? A question doesn't mean you're attached to a polygraph. And if you think about it, it really is your hair. So that's okay. Somebody says, is that a wig? You could say, no, it's my hair. And thanks you. Thanks. And just turn it around on them. Another thing you could say is, why do you care? And I'll tell you, this is a good one to ask because that person could be asking because their own hair is a lot of women with hair thinning. We become very observant of other women. So if it's like a change detected, maybe this is a chance for you to open up and tell them this has happened sometimes with clients. They come to me on a Friday or over the weekend, they go back to work on Monday And most of the time, like I said, they will get asked, what did you do to your hair or whatever? But sometimes that question as to what's going on is coming from somebody with hair loss themselves. So it's an opportunity to help someone else. Another perfect thing is, why do you care? And let them answer that. Why do you care? What is it? So that's just one option. I personally just look at them. And first of all, you can't control what people say or do to you, but you can control how you react. But I'm going to admit early on, yeah, I've had that a couple times. Nobody gets right on a bike and rides it right away. Sometimes with wigs, it's a little bit of practice, but yeah, it can be a sting. And I think that sting is because, like I said, there's so much shame with a wig, which needs to go away and it's going away every day. Like I said before, there is no shame in wanting to look better. And I wish you the best of luck with alternative hair journey. And you know what? We are all beautiful, hair or no hair. If alternative hair is going to make you feel better, I can help you, and I totally understand. If you liked this episode, a couple things going on at the time that this episode will air. Um, We are having a Facebook Live on July 14th, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard, where I'm going to take you from the door of Very Best Little Hair House to the point where we would cut the tag and send you on your way into your new alternative hair life. So you might want to join us for that. July 14th and 15th on Amazon, my book, Too Much Hair, will be free. It's already free for Kindle, but I believe you can get a free copy of the paperback. And this book, I wrote it for somebody who was just like me. 
hair thinning, wanting to step into alternative hair, having nobody to ask questions, nobody to turn to. And everything I put in that book, there may be people with different opinions, but at least my stuff is pretty accurate. There are a lot of wig groups and stuff on Facebook, but and I've seen a lot of YouTube videos and people are meaning well, but quite frankly, it can be leading the blind. I have a wig group on Facebook called Wise Wig Advice. Come join us there. Not a lot of activity, but it is a safe place to ask and get an accurate answer. As far as your alternative hair question, you know I'm always going to give you a knowledgeable answer. You can find us on our Facebook page. Like I said, told you about the live. Twitter, at Deborah the Wig Lady. Instagram, at The Hair House. Follow us. Um, stay tuned for an announcement for our video consults, which are going to be starting soon. Hopefully you can join us for one of those. And I'll get to see you face to face. Until next time, thanks for listening and you are beautiful. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.